Why sober is dope? Why not? Why not? Why not be great? Why not set an example? You sober curious? Come on board. If you struggling, don't be afraid. Fear is not an option. We want transformation. We want people to live. If you sober minded, then you're clear headed. You're closer to the source. You're closer to the all. You're closer to a higher vibration. Why is sober is dope? Because sobriety is life. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's no depression. There's no running from your problems. It's facing your fears. Facing everything. No doubt. No going backwards. It's upward mobility. We moving forward. Let's time the man up. Okay, it's time to man up. Why sober is dope? Because sobriety is. It's the original panacea. You want to be healthy? You want to become a millionaire? You want to live your best life? And sometimes we have to make sacrifices. Everyone could talk a good game, but not many of us is willing to make a sacrifice. If you're struggling out there, don't be afraid. If you if you drugged out, there's hope. If you can't put that bottle down for some reason, it's hope. Why sober is dope? Because it is. It's life. And we promote life. We promote transformation and new beginnings. Yeah, let's get it. This episode is dedicated to Lovesick London and the team. Check out this amazing brand, and they are some of our biggest supporters. You never know where the love and the support's gonna come from. To Danny and the whole crew over there, you know, the Sobers Dope team got love for you guys. Thank you for being, um, you know, for just hooking us up and copping a shirt and checking out the podcast and turn, making us international. You guys made us international. And, you know, Brooklyn, New York, we support your brand. So for everyone out there, check out this amazing brand. They got amazing clothing. I bought some of their pieces. I love it. Um, very original brand. And you can find them at www.lovesicklondon.co.uk. Thank you. Welcome to episode 26 of the Sober is Dope podcast with your host, Pop Buchanan. This episode is entitled A Q&A with Pop Buchanan. So I'm going to collect questions from Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and emails and this is going to be a series. I'm going to have a Q&A with Pop Buchanan Part 1, 2, and 3, um, and so forth. But this is different people that's part of the Sober's Dope universe that ask me various questions. And, um, and I'm just going to randomly pick some questions and answer them and hope to give you guys a bigger insight on who I am as an individual and a person. Um, Because there's so much to each of us in the Sober's Dope community and the sobriety community. Um, And we're always on the topic of sobriety and the benefits of sobriety. But we're humans too. So, you know, I'm into so many different things. And just my sobriety helps to magnify everything else. But I'm not identified through my sobriety or my past addictions. I'm, I'm me. I'm a human being. I'm flesh and blood and I'm real. And um, and uh, and and I just want to live my best life, and I want to let you guys know I'm human, 
you know, and um, a lot of the people that's in the motivational um, um, space, you know, people tend to look at them that like they're perfect and they don't make mistakes and, you know, we're human too. And I just want to connect with you guys. So enjoy this episode. And this is with 26 episodes episodes in and I'm very excited I want to shout out Ed 8 because I'm gonna be playing a lot of music in the background from um, one of my main producers and business partners and one of the most brilliant artists um, Ed Ape so enjoy the background music and enjoy the podcast I love you all have a good day so it's gonna be a Q&A with yours truly Pop Buchanan uh, I'm just checking in to, with you guys on this happy Friday. Just wanted to have a really chill and relaxed episode with you guys. Um, thank you. So we just did our 25th episode and where which we prayed and reflected on life. We covered a lot this season on the Sober's Dope podcast. You know, you guys should know me really well by now, at least my story, you know, our first episode was on uh, my Sober's Dope story. And then um, we touched on my hip hop. And then we just touched on many things and create, gave tools to the Sober community so that you guys could find, you know, help, um, help and direction on your journey. So today I just want to have a bunch of questions that people ask me over the last couple of months online. So I just pick random questions and I'm going to answer them. Um, and um, I just wanted to thank everyone that supports the podcast up until this point. Shout out to my guy, Billy. Um, Billy, if you're out there, I'm proud of all the progress that you have made. We're going to do an episode specifically about your particular prog- um, progress and um, your courage. You gave your, your story gives me a lot of courage and um, you're an excellent person. And I, uh, I commend you for your courage. To all my friends out there that reached out to me and um, that's that's taken the steps towards sobriety and has the courage, I love you all. And again, I'm always here for anyone out there. I want to thank the, my friends in London at Lovesick London. Um, it's a beautiful clothing brand. And um, the, the team at Lovesick has been very supportive to the Sober is Dope movement. So I just wanted to shout you guys out. Um, if you check out my, my Instagram page at Monk Hanlon and at Pop Buchanan, you can see some of I'm wearing one of their shirts. And um, they they also supported the Sobers Dope brand. So they posted pictures wearing one of our hoodies. So shout out to the team at Lovesick. And um, I wanted to give a special shout out to my uh, one of my really good mentors and great friends, childhood friends I grew up with. Um, Kevin Dukes, um, Kev, um, Kev runs a company that sells boxing apparel called Put Up Your Dukes, and he sells boxing gloves, boxing equipment, boxing pads, and everything, and he has custom boxing gloves, and they're beautiful, his brand is beautiful, he's always been about, um, health and nutrition and working out, and, um, he supported, and it's just really good seeing some of my older, older guys that I look up to, um, support because I really look up to Kev because Kev is just a he's just an amazing human being you know this guy he he he's forever young and he's the epitome of health and fitness so shout out to him 
All right. So moving along, my first question. This question is I'm not going to mention the names. I'm just going to go through the questions um, because certain people just rather be anonymous. So the first question is, what's your inspiration? All right. So my inspiration, um, that's a tough one. What inspires me? What inspires me to live? What gets me up in the morning? Um, I don't know, guys. I feel like I'm on this journey, right? I'm all, I'm on this journey still. I'm dead smack in the middle of my journey. I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know what God has in store for me. I just know that I have this faith and this momentum that I'm, I'm, uh, it's all leading me somewhere. And um, what inspires me to keep going is the idea of conquest and and really making it like I really want to make it to the next level so I have like spiritual levels that I'm trying to attain a levels of peace levels of enlightenment I have monetary levels and financial levels that I want to attain I really want to get to a point where I'm financially sufficient enough just to sit back and really just focus on what's really important in life because I think too many people go through life um, just kind of like they just working all the time and they're working and they never make enough money to really have that breakthrough that they need to do the things that they really want to do. So um, I'm inspired to just constantly upward mobility, um, getting to the next level and being my being my most authentic self. So um, sobriety, my sobriety inspires me um, because I wake up and I have a focal point. Um, my family inspires me and love inspires me. Um, trying not to become, you know, not let some some of the darkness of the world and the setbacks and, you know, make me a, a bad person. You know, um, I see a lot of people grow bitter in life and they get dark and they don't take accountability for their actions and then they tend to just project that hatred towards other people and they lose the ability to love effectively and love inspires me I want to always be a good person and just be authentic to my family and friends and not you know create any more problems that I would have created um you know, from my past. So I'm just trying to be the best person I could be in the best version of myself. I don't know if that answers your question, but um, that, that those things definitely inspire me. All right. Next question is, hold on, my friends. What is your favorite thing about your career? Um... So I have multiple things that I do. Like one there's like I wear different hats. Part of me, I'm um, you know, I'm an artist, I'm a hip hop artist. I like to make I like to write lyrics, I like to make songs, I like to I'm a concept rapper. And so um, you know, I'm a podcast host and I'm a motivational guy, I'm an activist. Um, and I have my day job where I do, you know, my finances, my real estate. Um, I wear many hats, man, you know, um, but my career, I think my career, um, I think doing this, I think this is the part of my life and the part of my, um, career that I think is a long-term thing that I really enjoy connecting with people, 
and helping people by doing this podcast and building the Sober is Dope brand. I'm able to really reach out to everyone out there that may need the help and I'm helping people and that and that inspires me and that 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 I love that I love I could do this forever you know so I think this is what um the aspect of my career and my life that I really love giving back being a creative I love anything that's the creative part of my career like creating new content creating new brands creating new ideas writing whether it's poetry music whether it's working on um, a movie concept with Jen and the Evil Element, and um, that's our, one of our productions. That's one of the, that's the main production house that I work for. Uh, you know, I work for the Evil Element because Evil Element is a brilliant production house, and you know, is um, and um, you know, so like I I really just like creating. All the aspects of the creative process really keeps me going, and that also keeps me grounded in my sobriety, right? Um, you know, I guess you guys can hear a little bit of music in the background. This music is um, all, um, this is all Ed Ape. You guys may hear me bump Ed Ape a lot. So the background tunes is all Ed Ape. It may be a little faint, but, you know, I usually like kicking back and listening to my guys. So if you hear the music in the background, that's Ed Ape. Shout out to Ed Ape. Um, uh, another question. Um what do we got? Do you drink coffee or tea? I drink both coffee and tea. I'm like a coffee nut, but um, although, you know, you got many doctors that promotes the health benefits of coffee, I think, you know, I, sh- I, I think I might, this might be the year where I might put the coffee down for good and become a teetotaler. Because for me, coffee just kind of winds me up and I think it does something to the nervous system where it keeps you on edge. And I don't like being on edge. I like kind of being a little bit more relaxed and chill. And sometimes I, I, I want to know when I'm really tired and I need to um, rest. Sometimes I think coffee suppresses your ability to determine if you're really, really sleepy or tired. And I think that puts people in a state of shock and sleep debt. So, But I love coffee. My favorite coffee brand, and I don't get any kickbacks from these guys, is Four Sigmatic. Shout out to Four Sigmatic. They have a really cool mushroom coffee. They have like Shaga mushrooms and Lion's Mane. Um, I I love um, Four Sigmatic. So shout them out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and my favorite teas. I love matcha green tea. Um, but you know, I'm starting to think that certain teas may be toxic. I think drinking too much coffee and tea can have uh, you know it takes a hit it can give it takes to give the liver a hit so you know i tend to be more protective of my liver lately so i'm probably gonna just tone all of the um everything down and probably stick with water that's gonna be my long-term goal like wake up and just have water and then have tea sporadically but i love coffee and tea and being sober you know those are my go-to things man um What's what's next after sobriety? This is a good question. What's after sobriety? Well, you know, sobriety is a lifetime commitment. Sobriety is a lifetime commitment. So for me, um, sobriety is definitely one of those things that I um, I'm very, very committed to. So what's next after sobriety is total health. I think once I made that full commitment to remain sober and not waver, 
the next step for me was just really, really investing in my whole body, um, health, fitness, um, studying nutrition. I'm a health enthusiast. I'm, I'm into, you know, you know, nutrition, nutritional density and getting the most out of my diet and just being healthy. Um, and I'm really think, you know, being sober minded and being, um, and applying those disciplines to the mind and body, um, the total mind body connection. I think that's the goal, total health, total peace. You know, I want to get into yoga. I want to get more into Tai Chi and meditation, um, Building my prayer life is important for me um, because you could be sober and I just want to take that sober discipline and apply it throughout my whole life. Um, and um, and that's that. Yeah, definitely. The next step for me is definitely investing in my um, sober brand and and taking it to the next level that way. Um so that's a very good question. Thank you, guys. I appreciate these questions. I mean, um, and it's just exciting seeing so many people out there in the Sober is Dope universe and community that's just definitely getting involved. That's definitely getting involved. Um, all right. My next question is, will you have other guests on your podcast? Yes. Yeah, so I'm definitely working on um, getting... Maybe in season two, well, I don't know if I'm going to have a formal season one, two, and three, and four, and five. I don't like to necessarily number my episodes either. So, but I, it is a theme. Like, I'm on, this is episode 26, and I think at some point I will start to incorporate specific guests. Um, and um, I have a few good people in mind. So, yes, down the line, I definitely will work on getting you know, you guys, some really, I just want to get the best people that I can find to really add value. I think a lot of people try to find famous people and brand names to bring to the podcast. I just want to bring the people in my life that helps me and people that I, that, that really helped me get to the next level. Um, you know, cause I have a lot of influential people in my life. That's very, that's very powerful that when I say influential, I mean, influential in the sense of motivation and inspiration and just positivity. So they, they, you know, they influence me heavy and I hope they can influence you. So yes, yes, I definitely will have some good people on the podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to cut hair and I want to go to a message from our sponsor and that's the first part of the Q&A with Pop Buchanan. And I'm very excited to answer some more questions when we come back. Love you guys. See you on the other side. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today, where I take questions from everyone from Instagram and Facebook and Twitter 
and um, people send questions in, and you know, throughout the you know couple of months, people's been asking me specific questions, and I'm gonna try to attempt to answer some today on part one of the Q and A with Pop Buchanan. So, um, my next question I want to read and answer is. Hold on, I got a bunch of questions here, guys, so be patient. Um, what are some challenges you think the next generation will face? Wow, that's a good question. Um, the next generation, I think for me, I think the next generation is going to have to face a lot. I don't know, I think, I mean, that's a tough question because I don't want to come across too judgmental. But this is what worries me about the next generation. You got to, you know, I grew up in a place where marijuana was illegal in the time. And now they're trying to legalize marijuana. There's a lot more freedoms um, out there, you know, and um, there's a lot more access, I think, to drugs. And, you know, when I was growing up, you know, it got had the heaviest it ever really got was like beer, hard liquor and marijuana. So I don't know like how it would have been for my generation if we was exposed to like, you know, methadone, heroin, like, you know, like hardcore pills and Viking, you know, these op- the opioid crisis and stuff like that. And, you know, every day you have it's like that war between science medicine, pharmaceuticals, and and access. So I'm just worrying about the next generation being exposed to more complex drugs at a younger age, you know. You know, it's really easy for a 11 or 10-year-old to swallow some pills, you know, that they see or, um, you know, I just, I, I think they're going to face challenges with that. Um, I am also think the next generation is going to face a lot of challenges with technology, um, you know, I like, I always say like the concept of Terminator is not that far off and competing with artificial intelligence and computers, I think it's going to force the next generation to really advance way more faster. I think the nature of memory and, um, com- um com- computation itself is just so dynamic it's just going to force the next generation to change rapidly and advance more quickly. So you're going to have, you know, and with the with the information superhighway and uh, and the Internet, you know, you got a lot of kids that's really advancing fast. And I just think the biggest challenge in that is that, you know, you're going to have a generation growing up way faster than they need to. You know, I think kids are not going to be kids uh, for as long as they need to be. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, you could just go on. The other day, I was just roaming through Tumblr, and it was nothing but sex everywhere, and Twitter, there's, like, porn on Twitter now, and it was like, you know, we had to go through a lot to get a sneak or some porn. I mean, we had to hopefully, for us, it was like that that erroneous channel where everything was like fuzzy and you could kind of see an arm and maybe a boob and you had to use your imagination. Now kids could just go on their internet and get full-blown porn and full-blown access to everything, drugs and information. So the only challenge is, is the next generation going to be able to experience their youth and really embrace it? Um, 
You know, you don't really see a lot of kids playing outside no more. Everyone's on their phones. I think that's another thing I worry about, like arrested development and growing up too fast. But I will say this about the next generation. They're going to be cooler. They're, They're very cool. I love them. I think that they're brilliant musically. I think that they are very smart. I think they're more practical than we were. I think they're gonna make less mistakes than we did. And I think they're gonna take more chances than we did and we were willing to take. So I'm very hopeful for the next generation. I would just say one of the reasons we did the Sober is Dope podcast is to encourage sobriety for the next generation. So what I would like to see to be a trend is the next generation not making the mistake we did and leaning heavy on alcohol and marijuana and things to break the social um, to break the social uh, that the, the you know that social peer pressure and that social expectation to just connect. Uh, we needed too much of that. We needed, you know, to hit the club and the drink just to connect. Uh, I hope the next generation could just connect in a, with their sobriety and just really find a connection there and not lean so much on recreational drugs and alcohol. Um, that's a good question. That's a, that was a very good question. Um, next question is, um, what, what do we got here? What do we got here? Where do you like to go when you eat out? Um, my favorite place to eat now is a place in New Jersey, in Cliffside Park, New Jersey, called House of Malaysia. Yo, this this place, man, they got these pots, the hot pots. Yo, so let me explain this to you guys. I mean, I don't, I, you got to look at the picture for me. You walk into this place, it's beautiful. You got these tables, and then they have, like, these four burners on there look like four like a like a look like a stovetop and then they bring out these like bowls that they put inside of these burners and then you turn the burner up to like anywhere from a scale of one to five and then you have like a menu where you pick your broth so you could you could pick anything from a herb-based broth or chicken broth or you know um sweet and sour broth so it's like a soup base and then once you pick your broth, they'll pour your broth. And then they have this menu with nothing but a raw raw items. Raw um, raw vegetables. Everything from um, 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 any type of vegetable you can imagine. Sweet potatoes, broccoli, seaweed, um, um, Chinese mushrooms, and enoki, and all of these cool things. And then they have... Also, all of the seafood, raw clams, raw oysters, fresh um, crab, any type of seafood you could imagine, mala fish, all different types of fish. Then they have also all of the meats. They got the lamb, they got the beef, they got the chicken, they got the pork, they got all of these things, and they bring it out all raw and fresh. I mean, this is the freshest food in the world. And then you have this arrangement of sauces that you could pick. So you got your garlic sauce, your sea, your your your, your um, bean curd sauce, and and then so you could pick unlimited 
as many ingredients as you want. So you could have like unlimited raw seafood come out, quail eggs, anything. And then whatever, they bring it all out on these gigantic platters and you just mix it in the broth. And everything cooks within seconds, under a minute. Soon as you put it in, you can eat it. That's how hot the broth gets. And then it's just unlimited. So if you're ever in Cliffside Park, New Jersey, and you really want raw, clean. I'm into really eating very clean. I eat very clean. So for me, I'm more on the vegan side. I really love the vegetables. Like They bring out the really good... Um, um, the fresh sweet potatoes, the fresh um, broccoli, the fresh watercress, the all of the Chinese herbs and uh, different type of herbs from all over the world. You could just enjoy. So this is my the way I like to eat. I like to go out, and then that's more on the extreme. And just my favorite general place to eat. Um, um, yeah, right now I think House of Malaysia is top, but like I can't like if I'm not cooking, that's where I'm going to eat because I'm into like that raw, clean, sourced, organic ingredients and stuff like that. So that's a good question. Um, next question is um, so this is from someone on my Monk Healing crew. Um, hold on, guys. If I was a oh, what was you rather be ugly? Hold on, I want to get a good question for you guys. What does what does love look like to me? Um, love look love for me looks like forgiveness, guys. Just being forgiven and open minded and willing to change and willing to be um, understanding and compromise. I think ideal love is being able to grow with people as they change. The human brain changes X, every X amount of years. The human brain physically goes through changes. So Nas said it best. He has this line he said in his songs that I never forget. And it's really applicable to my life today. He says, life changes, love changes, and best friends become strangers. And I think why best friends can become strangers is because we're not willing to grow with each other. If you're willing to grow with each other, then you're going to be more open. You're going to have more fulfilling relationships. You know, it's like if I level up and my consciousness exceeds the people that I grew up around that grew up around me. It's my job to either love them enough to bring them to my level or be humble enough to come down to their level and help bring them and help them elevate. And I think that's very important because um, if we don't do that, um, we're just going to go through life and we're going to be meeting people that's on our level, but they're on a different journey. And I just think love is about compromise and not giving up. You know, too many people give up on the people that they love because they think that they outgrew them and I just think that it's very important not to be judgmental and it's very important to be committed and it's very important to really just like find that connection and just to really be humble um and I think love for me is 
accepting, you know, being open hearted and accepting, you know, my limitations and when I'm wrong and meeting the person halfway and just not giving up, you know, just not giving up because you're going to go through thick and thin. There's people that I love that I never thought that will be like estranged and we're and we're estranged. And for me, it's sad because I think about some of these people every day, like how how can I be in one lifetime best friends with this person and family to this person or these people? And now we don't even speak anymore because of some misunderstanding or something. Now, I have to ask myself, can I keep my heart open long enough to invite them back in? Because some people just their hearts turn cold. And I just want to not be that person where I turn so cold to the world that my heart no longer is open to accept love and not willing to accept forgiveness or be forgiving. So I think those aspects is very important. I hope I answered your question. Um, What love looks like to me is continuity in love. Um, What makes me laugh? Um... I don't know. I have a wild sense of humor, man. I think people, man, I love humans. Humanity, I think, are brilliant. And I just think if you just think, like, I like just sitting back and reflecting and looking at people and thinking through my life. And, you know, life is one big comedy in a way. Like, if you look at it all, you can sit back and just laugh, man, and just say, you know, life is just funny, man. Life has a way of coming full circle, you know, You know, the concept of poetic justice is comedy to me how, you know, so, you know, retribution could be so poetic sometimes. How you could see someone be here one day, gone tomorrow or up one day and down the next or down one day and up the next. And just that ebb and flow of life makes me laugh and it makes me reflect. And um, I'm a very jubilant person and I and I and that's something I want to hold on to also. I'm not going to let the darkness and the craziness of this world turn me into a dark person. So, like, life makes me laugh, man. Life makes me laugh. And in my sobriety, I have a better sense of humor now than I did in my intoxication. You know, um, I'm able to really enjoy life a lot more. And the simple things in life, I think. Um, And shout out to some of my favorite comedians, Um, Earthquake, if you're out there, that's that's one of my guy, Um, he's one of my uh, favorite comedians, Martin Lawrence, one of my all-time greats, Robin Williams, may he rest in peace, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey now is like one of my philosophers too, man, also Will Smith, I know he's not a comedian, but you know, watching Will Smith come up, he's a fascinating person, man, and um, you know, Will Smith always makes me laugh, man, because he's so brilliant. And, you know, I knew Will Smith as the rapper, man. And just to see his transformation from that guy who used to rap to the almighty Will is just crazy. So shout out to all my comedians and entertainers out there that makes me laugh and keep it going. But in general, guys, that's the questions that I'm going to answer today. I want to, you know, um, I hope that gives you some more insight on me and um, I wish I could have picked more uh, better questions, but I think those questions was lighthearted. But overall, for me, guys, um, and wrapping up the Q&A with Pop Buchanan, I just want to thank everybody who submitted questions. And I just want to say this again. Um, 
life is beautiful and we're put here to love one another and we're put here to be gentle to one another and we're put here to really enjoy our experience and I just think like if you're out there and you're in a dark place take a deep breath and just step back you know step back ask yourself a few questions you know I have some questions for you why are you upset you know um, if you're in pain do you think that punishing yourself and staying in that pain is fair to you do you deserve to suffer because someone else was miserable if you're in a toxic relationship or not in a relationship with a narcissist do you deserve that abuse why not why why won't you free yourself today you know, you don't have to be in bondage. If someone's out there and they're hitting you and you're in a physically abusive relationship, emotionally abusive relationship, a toxic relationship, a psychologically abusive relationship, a financially abusive relationship, somebody's using finances and money to um, control you. You know, you wasn't put on this planet to be controlled by anyone. God gave you free will, so you have the freedom to do you. So no one should kind of put restrictions on your freedom. And um, I have to remember that every day because, you know, the way I run my shop, I want everyone around me to be clean cut and accountable and sober. And sometimes they have to remind me, although you're sober, you can't control us and tell us what to do. We have to have our free will to find our sobriety also. And that's why I say in our disclaimer, we believe in a live and let live approach to sobriety. But you still don't have to be abused and you still don't have to take nothing from anyone. And for the toxic people out there who's miserable and just ugly, you have these ugly personalities and hearts and you want to spew hatred and inflict that hatred on other people. Stop it. Just stop it today. And if you can't stop it, just keep that to yourself. And if you're someone that's around these type of people, just don't, you know, don't let them affect you. Don't let them control your mind. Take back your power. All right. I want everyone out there to know you could take back power. Don't give your power away to anyone. Don't let them make uh, giving away your power. What does that look like? Make it letting someone make you feel inferior. Making someone feel like you're always wrong. Making someone feel like you're, you know, making someone makes you feel like you're always the victim. You know, you're always the, they, you know, you make, you feel oppressed. You feel suffocated. You can't breathe. You can't express yourself. Right. Or they're constantly blaming everything on you or they project their hatred or their worldview on you. They tell you what to believe in, what God to pray to, and, and you're, they tell you about you. Take back your power. You know, find your voice again and free yourself. Because part of being sober is being free. And not, you know, so we, we if we're powerless over our addiction and then we have to find our power to break free and find our sobriety, we can't, we have to also take back our power from people in the world, Right? That means that if we're depressed, we have to get out of that. And we have to walk through it and talk through it. Don't be afraid to talk to people. Okay? Talk it out. 
That's what I do. I, I, you know, I'll call my mom up and say, hey, mom, this is bothering me. My mom is wise. She's one of my elders. She's going to tell me, kid, this is what you need to do. Or I'll call one of my brothers up. I love all my brothers. They're all wise. So I could call one of my brothers. Hey, what do y'all guys think? You know what I'm saying? All my brothers are awesome. You know what I'm saying? So find the people in your life that's strong and that's in your corner and get help if you need the help. All right? I love you guys. Shout out to everyone in the Sober's Dope community. Shout out to Ed Ape um, for the music that you guys are going to hear in the background. I'm going to let the beat rock for a bit so y'all can hear some Ed Ape. And um, listen, ladies and gentlemen, live your best life. I know that sounds cliche, but you, you know, like a cliche, but live your best life. All right. Today is Friday for the people out there in the Sober Dope community. I want to leave y'all with this. The Weekend Blues. We're going to do a whole episode on that. This is how you beat the weekend blues. What you do is you plan your Friday nights in advance. So you could have like a cool early evening. Like let's say you want to do a dinner date or dinner on a movie. But I would say how you beat the the Friday blues is that you have something really cool planned for Saturday morning. So you don't have a reason to be up all night wondering what everyone's doing. You have a structured night. You have a nice evening, something cool planned in an early Saturday morning, like a nice brunch or a gym date or a yoga date or something cool, something fun that you could do on that Saturday. So you're looking forward to your Saturday. As Sunday, you should make that your day of worship. So you go to church or, you know, you go to the mosque or wherever you at and you go meditate. Me, I'm going to try to get to church if I'm not working. Because usually I work, but if I'm not working, I'm trying to put get my butt into church. You know what I'm saying? So you got Sundays your church, Saturday morning is your day or your early day because you know instead of sleeping in, go out and do something, hit the gym because that keeps you going. So you're not feeling like you're you know you're you're stuck on the weekend while everyone else is having fun because you're sober sobriety is fun but the one thing you have to keep in mind is you have to do a way more planning your weekend has to be planned out so you can look forward to it have your outfits planned have your meetings planned and go to places destinations sober destinations a movie theater is a sober destination a restaurant is a sober destination a bar is not A bar is certainly not a sober destination because they don't serve food there. So you're going to feel a little left out. You know, now they're coming up with sober cafes and dance parties that's focused on that. But sobriety could be fun. And then when you get seasoned in your sobriety, then you could go to these places. Because I could go to a club now and I'm not going to relapse, you know. Um, So that's my advice. Set up your weekend strategically. Have it planned. I love you all. We're going to, you know, thank you for joining us on our episode 26 of the Soap is Dope podcast. Hope you learn a little bit more about me, Pop Buchanan. I love you. And I dedicate this episode to everyone out there that's fighting a good fight. I love you all. Later. I'm floating on the skies again. Riding on the waves. Up to the atmosphere. Floating up to space, I finally know where I'm going Based on my mistake, only God is my guiding light For everything you say
I went from karate and books to art creatures. My speech was a part of the brook. I'm God's feature. Taught Illuminati was crooks with dark laws. It's warfare. Most of us look like dark boards. Welfare, farewell, and TV lies. Take the mind out of hell, then you see me rise. Not confined to my cells or a 3D mind. Outside of your helix and TV blinds. I'm the light and the phoenix. I fly above the dark night. All my demons, I'm high because on my flight, I'm the zenith. I speak through tones a lot of nights with a boom is in tune with ohm I got a room in my mind not in tune with time a lot of room in this room cause this room is blind I'm consumed with the fumes as my spirit climbs up the vertical ladders of my human spine I'm floating on the skies again riding on the waves up to the atmosphere floating up to space I finally know where I'm going based on my mistake only God is my God Hostile visa to the pussy viva Getting mushy with divas A dough hook is the fever The left hook is the cheaper Never shook is the libra How I balance the greener Fast to die according to FEMA No death cancer according to FEMA Saw the dead dance Snake had to poison the leader Saw the feds dance No hate can't poison my psyche Close my eyelids Escape through the quantum psyche I'm Osiris Yes To freedom from the evil one God bless America Wait till the eagle come It gets scarier Look at what the people done Laugh at Leviticus Watch when the sequel comes The good witness Heard the hood listening God sent choirs of angels No differences Embrace love Peace and high blessings That's outside time Space and dimension I'm floating on the skies again Riding on the waves Up to the atmosphere Floating up to space I finally know where I'm going Based on my mistake Only God is my God in life But everything is stays